1: Late last week, uh, the Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation uh, put out a report saying the average uh, home price uh, will not Uh, revert back to pre-pandemic levels in 2023. There's a variety of reasons for that. A lot's going on in the real estate industry as well. You hear so many things in the mainstream media, on social media. I thought it was time to catch up uh, with a gentleman who is always very helpful to help us understand the housing market here in the Lower Mainland, especially Michael Geller is president of the Geller Group. He's an architect planner, and he's a real estate consultant uh, as well. Michael, thank you for joining us. It's always a
0: pleasure. I hope I am helpful.
1: You are. We keep calling back. So I hope that's a sure sign. That's for sure. But uh, I want to touch base on this um, uh, CMHC report uh, saying that the average house price will not revert back to pre-pandemic levels in 2023. Is that a case of just the market trying to find a bottom? You hear that and you also hear people saying, well, there's not enough inventory and there are multiple offers now happening in the market. What are you hearing?
0: At the uh, beginning of the year, I wrote an article in the Vancouver Sun Mm -hmm. on what I thought might happen in the coming year. And uh, generally, I don't pretend to know what's going on, but I do like to listen to the other analysts. And the consensus in January of this year was that prices would, in fact, not achieve the levels of pre-pandemic. And there were a number of reasons given. Uh, One was the general economy. Another was the rising interest rates, which I think have generally leveled off at the moment. Another was construction costs and the overall economy. So it's no surprise what CMAC is suggesting is happening. It was predicted at the beginning of the year.
1: So is this a case of a market still trying to find a bottom, like it's almost there, but it's just not sure when that might be, that we may be through the worst of it for the market by the end of this year
0: then? I think so and indeed i mean i go to lots of lunches and listen to analysts and people who know much more than i do and i think the consensus is that the rise in interest rates is going to level up we're not going to see another one two or three percent for the balance of the year or increase for the balance of the year but there are a number of factors that i see from my perspective within the industry that most people may not see one of the things I see is that construction costs are continuing to rise. And so to some degree, that's obviously going to impact the cost of housing that's being built over the next couple of years. And again, interest rates, well, I, I don't think they'll necessarily rise. I, I don't think they're going to drop significantly back to the levels we were at just a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. The other thing is municipal fees are rising. The city of Vancouver just announced that it was increasing what they call the community amenity contributions. Jazz, many years ago, I bought a site in Kerrisdale for $80 a foot buildable. At the time, that was the highest price anyone had paid other than for one other site on Georgia Street. Today, the city is charging $115 a foot just for some of its fees if you want to develop on the Canby corridor. My point being, you add in the higher construction costs, you add in these extra municipal fees, and uh, very quickly you realize house prices cannot drop dramatically, especially new construction and new housing.
1: I, I guess partially it's also that we're still having difficulty finding labor as well, in many cases, in, in, in the construction industry.
0: I when When your producer called me, uh, to invite me onto the show, I did do a little bit of research and I wrote out some notes and I wrote, labor shortage, exclamation <laughs> mark. You know, people are predicting that we're going to try, Canada is predicting we're going to build 400,000 units or homes a year. I worked for CMHC in the 1970s and I remember in those days we built two hundred and thirty, two hundred and forty thousand 240,000 homes a year. And until very recently, that was the most homes we could build. And the reality is that given the construction shortage of labor and to some degree uh, limitations on the supply of materials, it's getting more and more difficult and more and more expensive to build. I'm giving a talk this weekend at a housing conference in Kamloops uh, for people who are involved in the manufactured home industry. That's the if you like, the modular housing, the homes that uh, are built in factories. And I must admit, I, for, <laughs> for 40 years I've predicted that next year we're going to see a sudden increase in interest in modular factory-built housing. I really believe it might happen jazz because there is a, a shortage of construction labor and one way to address that is to build homes in factory
1: mm-hmm. well it is it is an industry um, that i think is ripe for technical technical technological disruption um and i'm i'm with you i think it we should be building some of these homes and factories, or at least uh, it, it would speed up the process to a certain degree. I think you're absolutely right, but it, it, we haven't been able to sort of hit that, that m- moment where uh, things tip, but hopefully this may be, this may be the moment. Uh, in regards to the broader conversation of greater density, uh, the missing middle, different types of housing, um, do you think we're heading in the right direction in regards to, you know, thinking about where this housing will go uh, approval of this housing in a, in a sort of a faster way? Are we heading in, in, in the right direction when it comes to that?
0: Now, I personally do think we're heading in the right direction because for years I've been promoting the idea that we should be building more duplexes and triplexes and duplexes with basement suites. Believe it or not, in many municipalities, you can have a basement suite in a house, but you can't have a basement suite in a duplex. That's silly. But I also agree with many of your listeners, because every time you and I discuss this, they phone up and say, yeah, but do we have the services? Do we have sufficient water and sewer and community centers and schools to accommodate all these increased numbers of people who might move in? And I think those listeners are right. That is a legitimate consideration.
1: Yeah, and, and then you could throw in parking into that as well in some of these neighbourhoods uh, if you allow suites in every, every home, in every community. So there, there's lots of challenges there, practical challenges, when it comes to moving the dial on, on housing. But I can tell you one thing, we always love having you on the show because you always provide great insight. Thank you so much for your time today, Michael. It's
0: my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me.